All right, 413 Texter, get ready. Joining us now. You can see him on Zoom, twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI. He's with us on the Harbor One Hotline. Our friend Andy Hart at WEEI.com. Andy is presented by McFarland Energy. If you need dependable home oil delivery or HVAC work in greater Boston, the North Shore, or the Cape, please visit McFarlandEnergy.com. It's freaking me out that Hart doesn't have a visor. I know. First thing I noticed, and there's two of them. What? There's two of me. That's a scary thought for <laughs> yeah, so, one, so many people. One is uh, one's on <laughs> delay. It's just the way it's uh, set up in here. It's more oh. the fact that you don't have the, what happened? Clemson loses the Florida State and you lose yeah. the uh, orange visor now? He's no longer oh. a fan now. It's the regular season. I you thought can't, I'd clean up a little bit. You can't front run with Clemson. I've got to clean up a little bit. I, Hair's looking good. Uh, Well, I don't know about that. Did you put like a line in your head? You put like, what do you got? You got like a weird, like. Dude, you always ask me that. It's just a part. Okay. It's very distinguished. You should see what I put gel in it to do TV. It's really, it's, it does look like I shaved it in. I get yeah. that question a lot on TV. You can kind of, it definitely stands out. There's, uh, yeah, cowlicks and parts are yeah. very difficult for people who have it in as a part of their hairline when they get oh, yeah. older. Yeah, yeah, I have, I definitely have cowlicks and all kinds of hair issues. I do not have good hair. So that's why sometimes. Well, I got a guy for you. Yeah, I thought oh, that was to add go. more hair. Got a guy for you. Wait, they can fix bad hair? Yes. I thought they just added good hair. Eh, they make the bad hair a little thicker and luscious. Oh, okay. Yes. Ooh, luscious yeah. bad hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Let's go. Look at that. Crash in a Chia Pet here with you, <laughs> talking to Andy Hart from WEI.com. And uh, where do we begin? Let's start with Jack Jones. Uh, the charges were dropped. Uh, Fourier and I were going back and forth on whether the NFL is going to find Jack Jones, but it kind of looks like this guy escaped with no real harm, Hart. Yeah, it definitely looks like this is about as uh, well or, or you could have expected this to end, and uh, they need him. You know, that's the the bottom line here is the Patriots don't have a lot of depth at cornerback. I think this is a guy that's probably going to be um, one of the top two corners on this team on the outside, and you need him to be on the field as often as possible. I guess it's still... You know, a possibility you could lose him for maybe one game at some point. But, um, you know, when we first sort of heard this break, and even the Patriots to some degree, because I found it interesting when we started the summer, a lot of his early reps were not with the um, perceived top unit, quote-unquote. So I don't know if they were making him earn his way back or preparing for the possibility of not him not being there, but it looks like you uh, you avoided the worst-case scenario. Yeah, this is, this is massively, you know, no pun intended, dodging a bullet here, right? Oh, I mean, this is like on. about as... Uh, well, what they did, though, when it Shooters comes to... Shooters got to shoot. Well, I mean, basically, listen, charges were dropped. <laughs> He's not happy about that. Good charges Lord. were dropped. Yeah. Not, there's no... Oh, there's well, no, as long as he stays out of trouble. Oh, yeah, he, what he's is on it? probation, yes. For Yeah, he's on probation. He's got to do his 48 hours of uh, gun-related community. community service. Um, he's got to continue the process that he apparently was already underway in terms of making these legal guns in the state of Massachusetts as opposed to the state of Arizona. Um, but, yeah, if he – and I'm assuming his representatives will be on top of him to yeah, make sure there, he takes care of all that. Is there any comp – we're trying to find a guy that has – there's a lot of guys that – you know, that tried to bring a, a firearm onto a plane, some legal, some illegal. Some guys got pulled over with a illegal far, firearm underneath their seat. But it, it, as far as, like, what the league would do for a guy like Jack Jones, who's already – the charges were dropped. Hey, they don't know what they they, – they, they, they thought it was just an accident. No harm, no foul. 
I'm, this isn't like, I mean, why even a game? I'm just trying to feel like, I mean, I know the league is just going to you know make an example out of them, but I mean, do they have to? I don't think they have to. Uh, and I do think there's a chance that he gets off with nothing. Now, I do wonder, um, and this is maybe me overthinking it, does the Ja Morant situation tie in at all? He was commenting on Ja Morant. We know Ja Morant has been a big deal. He's a superstar. He's going to miss 25 games multiple times. It was an issue that the NBA took very seriously. I wonder, is there any... Uh, well, they're taking it really seriously, and all their guy did was put him on video. Our guy showed up at the airport. Do we need to make an example of him to show that the NFL is taking it seriously as well and not just brushing this under the rug? That would be the only thing I would – if John Morant didn't exist, I don't think there would be a chance in Hades that Jack Jones got anything. But because of that, I do just wonder if that kind of forces their hand a little bit. I'm, I'm kind of with you. I'm leaving the door open for some kind of fine from the NFL because if there's one thing we do know about the NFL, they like to make it look good. Yeah. You know, oh, hey, there's a big problem. Well, you know, we're committed to donating a million dollars over 100 years to this charity. And it's like, oh, really? Well, when you break it down, that's real generous of you. But they always play that game. Yep. So I expect the NFL to, to kind of do the same. Should the Patriots do or say anything about the Jack Jones situation? I would not. And I'd start where I started earlier. You need him. So if you don't <laughs> talk about things, my wife doesn't like this, but in my general everyday life, I go oh, with this theory. If you go. ignore things and don't talk about them, they <laughs> usually go away. <laughs> so... The only thing I've that ad- comes... I've adopted that also, by the yes. way. Right? I've adopted yeah. that. I did, and, too. It led yeah. to two divorces, right, Christian? Well, one. No, no I one think for each of us. Oh, yeah. Nine for, times yeah. out of ten, it works. Nine times out of ten, it works. <laughs> but I think we're proof that it might be eight out of ten. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe eight out of ten. But <laughs> no, and, and I think this is Belichickian, right? He generally, yes. you know, we've talked about that. That's in the past. I think that's played itself out in the legal system, and now Jack just needs to focus on what he's doing football-wise. Like that's, I would not talk about it. I would not address it. I don't see the need for a, a, a team punishment. If the state of Massachusetts doesn't want to punish him, well, really, be on probation and whatever, like a slap on the wrist, then why do you feel the need to go above and beyond punishing him? And it's not easy. Now, if he were the fifth cornerback on the depth chart, and they had, like, Ty Law was still here and Otis Smith and Christian Gonzalez, maybe I would do something symbolic just to play the PR game, as Gresh said the NFL likes to do. But I need Jack Jones on the field. I'm trying to win football games. This is a business. And uh, we're just going to move along and pretend it didn't happen. All right, so we're talking to Andy Hart. And speaking of winning football games, just uh, Philadelphia Eagles coming into town. When it comes to the quarterback position, Mm. How much more unique and different is Jalen Hurts than the rest of the, I don't know, broad stroke here, uh, RPO-type quarterback? You know, the Colin Kaepernick's, the RG3s, the Lamar Jacksons of the world. How is he more unique and different than those guys? Are you basically getting the same person? No, I think he is more refined. Um, And I'm interested to see if he continues to become more refined. I thought he took a huge jump last year. I was a guy, when he came into the league, I had my doubts. I thought he was very, I thought he was undersized. I thought he was raw as a passer. I can remember watching him miss throws, which in my mind, you can't miss as an NFL quarterback. Easy throws into the flat, right? Little outcuts by a tight end. You can't miss that because there's going to be a lot of throws that are hard, that are going to be well defended, that are really, you know, 301 level throws, not 101. I thought last year he not only made the, the easy ones, 
he made the more difficult ones. I also envision him as sort of a mid-career Russell Wilson who seems to run with the ability to know when to get down, when to get out of bounds, when to pick his spots. I don't think he takes a ton of huge hits. And that refinement, that experience with coaching, that evolution to his game, I think he's in that Rus- – Russell Wilson is now like a, a bad word, right? He's, he's a negative. He sucked last year, and his coach is mocking him and all that. But when Russell Wilson was at his best, he was a really good quarterback. He really did a lot of good things for the Seahawks, I thought, with sometimes not a lot of talent around him. I think Jalen Hurts is now the measuring stick of that – what you're talking about, RPO, but can throw from the pocket, knows when to run, will run, can run more than, like he's going to run more than Mahomes, who's another guy who can do some different things with his legs, but is really not looking to run. I think Jalen Hurts is the modern good version of Russell Wilson, and then I, I think that makes him tough to defend. Uh, I know that this is a Philly team that has lost both coordinators. Jonathan Gannon is now a head coach, and Shane Spikeman, as Gronk called Spike him, man. now a uh, <laughs> uh, is now moved on as well. How big a factor is that for Philadelphia that they're replacing not just one but both coordinators? Um, I don't totally dismiss it, but I don't think it's the biggest deal in the world. I've always said I'd I'd like to start a year when the thing when things are unknown. I'd like to start the year with the most talented team. And I think they are one of the most talented all-around teams in football. And then the second part is Nick Sirianni. I mean, that's kind of his offense, right? This is one of those teams where it's his. So you're not really losing the foundation. This isn't like Buffalo. I expected Buffalo to take a step back when they lost Brian Dable because Sean McDermott is a defensive coach. Brian Dable, I thought, was the guy running the offense, developing Jalen Hurts. I don't think it's that big a step back for Jalen Hurts and the Eagles' offense, and then defensively, this, the same thing. I think you have a lot of talent on that side of the ball. Will there be some growing pains? I'm sure there will be because yeah. I don't want to dismiss coaches. I don't want to diminish <sighs> the value of coaches and their contributions, but they're a really good football team, and I think with Nick Sirianni still on the offensive side of the ball and the talent they have on defense to just say, oh, well, they're going to be a work in progress for a month. Well, hell, you're a work in progress, too. you got a new offensive coordinator. you got new talent. Like, everybody's a work in progress in week one. I'd like to be the most talented work in progress. So when it comes to defense, I, I do feel like it's uh, – we, we spend so much time talking about the Patriots' offense. Hmm. And I would say, like, I feel like – and you tell me what you think. I feel like the tougher task is for the Patriots' defense going against this offense as opposed to – the Patriots' um, offense going against their defense. So I actually think both uh, sides of the ball have massive question marks that I am not sure how they're going to play out. And on the offensive line, it's the obvious. I mean, the offensive side, it's the obvious. Offensive line. Match up with the best pass rushing team in football from a year ago. I literally... I don't know who's going to be out there and what condition they're going to be in. I, I really do believe we're going to see at least seven offensive linemen on Sunday. I think they're going to have to rotate at a couple positions. I just can't envision they're ready to put five guys out there for 60-plus snaps. So I think you're going to see bodies rotate through, which probably isn't ideal. How good those bodies are, not ideal. The condition those bodies in, not ideal. So that, to me, is the foundational question of the offense versus defense for the Eagles matchup. And then defensively, the cornerback position. I don't know. Do Jack Jones and Christian Gonzalez look like rookie corners, young corners that have no experience? Or do they look at like the upside? Because the, I think the pass rush 
will do its job. I think the defensive front will do its job. I've even grown on the likes of Jawan Bentley and 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 uh, Jelani Tavai. Like I think this is a really good Patriots front, especially when you mix in a couple safeties that are going to be in the box. Love all that. What do the guys in the back end do? Because at some point they still need to cover Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard and A.J. Brown. And if you can't cover those three guys, it's probably irrelevant how good the front is playing because I don't think this is a generational pass rush that's just going to kill uh, Jalen Hurts. So, yeah, I think it's a huge challenge for the defense right out the gates because athletic quarterback, you're probably not in great shape. You haven't played four quarters. He can run around. He has great talent to work with. There's a lot on that side. I mean, he's a problem, as Steve Belichick said. Well, I think the whole damn Eagles offense is a problem for you that you have to figure out on the fly on Sunday. Here comes Mapu to the rescue, baby. Oh, he's going to do it all, baby. Uh, What would you do with Christian Gonzalez? Fourier and I got into it a little bit yesterday. Is it like teaching a baby to swim? Drop him in the water, let him roll over and not drown? (laughs) Or, you know, or do you, do you, how do you work that? Um, See, this is interesting because this is. You know, one of the discussions is man versus zone, and are they going to play more zone because of Jalen Hurts' running ability, and you can't have guys running downfield with their back to the quarterback, and he'll just take full advantage of it. We talked about that, his refinement in picking his spots in sort of that area. So you're going to have to play a lot of zone. Now, we've seen a lot of Christian Gonzalez on the left side. I'd like to see it move around. You know, I don't want to give Jalen Hurts an idea. Oh, okay. So Christian Gonzalez is going to, the rookie is going to be on the defensive left at all times. I would not do that. I think that just puts a bullseye on him that I'm not sure he's ready to deal with, with these receivers. Like you have really two really talented receivers, two really talented receivers who on a down by down basis can challenge you in really different ways. Big beast of an AJ Brown, as opposed to the wiry route runner, sort of volume catch guy in Devontae Smith. So I would move around a little bit. I would not go left and right. I would move those guys around. I'd play a lot of zone, and I'd cross my damn fingers. So uh, just thinking uh, as a coach. Ooh, you're okay. a coach? Yeah, this no, you, you, you're a coach. Oh, no, no, oh, no, no, no. Done oh. with Fian now. Uh, oh, you're done? Oh. Yeah, well, yeah. Just only got one kid left, and that work has been done. So thank you very much. Um, if <laughs> yeah, you're, congrats, Kiki. Uh, congrats you, on that, by Kiki. the way. All right. Yeah, right. Now, can you, uh, can you move your attention to the Hart family and helping uh, other I do, families out? I, I do take select uh, you know, kids from time to time if they need help. Consultant? Gotta, yeah, I, I do. I do work. Uh, this is true. I do work as a consultant. If you need help, just let me know. I okay. thought you just enrolled your kid in Brockton High. A chicken in every pot and a scholarship <laughs> yeah. for every kid. kid's one. From what I heard, uh, Brockton's going out of business. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the question coach all right, Hart? Good, all, right. all right coach Hart. uh usually coaches will have like a sleep at night you know like a guy right okay i don't care what happens uh, i have this guy and this guy i'm gonna sleep at night i feel like the patriots have like the reverse of that there's like multiple things that would keep bill up at night like can't cover that guy this guy's young offensive line only got two backs uh, i mean you name it what would Coach Hart's number one thing be that keeps him up at night before this game on Sunday? For the Eagles, you mean? For like the Patriots. I'm... For the Patriots. Oh, a Wait. bad milkshake. <laughs> actually, yeah. for both, because that's actually good. What would the, actually answer both for the Patriots? What would you, what would keep it up at night? And if you're the Eagles, what would keep you up at night? Keep you up at night, not you. keep it up at night. Yeah, Clear that up a little bit. Well, I got um, a blue, we've got a blue wow. pill for that. Um. <laughs> So if I'm the Eagles, what would the offense, like Ramondre Stevenson, 
is the guy I fear. Like I keep yesterday when I was listening to Steve Belichick, I mentioned earlier, and he says Jalen Hurts is a problem. I'm thinking because Ty Laws talked a lot about this over the last couple of years. Who's the problem for the Patriots' offense if you're a defense? Who's the problem you have to deal with? I think it is 100% Ramondre Stevenson. And I know it's the first game, and you don't want to wear him down in a long season and all that. I think Ramondre Stevenson has to touch the ball 25 times. I want 25 touches from Ramondre Stevenson because I think he's a playmaker. I think he can make things happen, and you don't have enough of those right now that are healthy and ready to go. So that would be my approach from the Eagles. I'm, I'm banging the hell out of Ramondre Stevenson. I'm not letting him get comfortable. Treating him like, a, like an oversized Marshall Falk to some degree from back in the day, okay. Patriots defense. And then from a Patriots perspective, I think you have to make life tough on Jalen Hurts. And I, I know this isn't easy, but, you know, Coach Hart, Hardo Hart, you know in the old school days where you, you play a, uh, an option quarterback and they tell the defensive ends, I don't care what happens, hit the quarterback. Yep. Hit the quarterback every play. And I know you've got to be careful with that in the National Football League, but I think you have to be physical with Jalen Hurts. He hasn't played, basically, this summer. He has not had physicality. So if I am Judon, Uche, Wise, Barmore, every opportunity I get to get in his face. I don't know if you guys watched the quarterbacks documentary. There was one where Max Crosby was doing that to Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. He would, like, elbow him a little bit on the way by. He would hit him. I think you have to do that to Jalen Hurts. I if Jalen Hurts is comfortable, feeling good, energetic on a nice Sunday afternoon at Gillette Stadium, I think you're in trouble. So I think your edge guys, anybody that gets anywhere near Jalen Hurts, hit him. I'm not going to go all in like, ah, kill the head and the snake will die in the old school style, but I do think you need to hit Jalen Hurts because it all starts from there. Uh, Andy Hart will be a part of the Six Rings postgame show after the Patriots and the Eagles game. He and Fitzy will be breaking it all down, and of course, it's me, Arcan Cadillac, and a cast of thousands Jeez. on WEEI Football Sunday at 10 a.m. I hate the 425 kicks. We'll just leave it at that. Andy Hart, better, thank you, friend. Better than a night game. Well, maybe. Absolutely. For those of us that do the postgame show, it sure as crap is better well, than a night game. Well, so I don't worry you, about your plight. So. No. Well, you know what? <laughs> your mean? pregame show has quantity. The postgame show has Fitzy and Hart quality. Oh, listen to you. All right, there goes Andy Hart <laughs> at WEEI.com. It is freaking me out. And people are saying that you're sitting at your kid's desk now. And no, I'm in the like office. The whole look has changed. Same place and I've been forever. You know what it is? It's white shirt, no hat. I, I do, do rarely wear a white shirt, but I got a nice new white shirt. So oh, I'm look gonna... at you with the eagle. That's right. Soar away. Supporting my country. Oh, there he goes. Great America. 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 Hashtag America. Andy Hart. He, See ya. he loves America.